Mariners put up a hat trick of home runs last night, including one from this man right here. Plus, Robbie Ray went six solid innings as Seattle defeated the new-look Texas Rangers. We're going to recap the action and get you set for game two tonight here on Locked On Mariners. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022, and this is the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Tidy Gonzalez. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Colby Patno. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon, where we talk about the even more and again this is on based talk twice a week visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that if you are interested and if this is your first time joining us here welcome to the show if you like what you hear give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this and if you're watching us on youtube hit the subscribe button turn on the notification bell give this video a thumbs up and tell your friends to come check us out we greatly appreciate it so before we get into what happened at t-mobile park last night let's talk about what's going on at t-mobile park right now kind of a developing situation going on Scott Service and Manny Acta have both tested positive for COVID-19. They are out for the foreseeable future. Christopher Negron will be taking over as acting manager in Acta and Service's absence. Paul Seawald has also landed on the injured list. No reason given as of yet, but it seems likely considering the fact that Service, that Acta, Mitch Hanniger, and Luis Brenz have all tested positive for COVID. That is also covid Related, Penn Murphy, right-handed pitching prospect for the Mariners, is coming up. Colby, uh, this doesn't seem like this is a situation that's done yet for the Mariners. It seems like it might only be getting started. When do you think the uh, Major League Baseball might start canceling or postponing some of these games for the Mariners? I don't think they're going to um, because they've already shot themselves in the foot by trying to get in 162 games in 162 days instead of extending the regular season by a week because they didn't want to change the dates on the world series. So I think the Mariners or Cleveland or whoever, uh, they're just going to have to go through this. And it's um, unfortunate because obviously a, you want your guys to be healthy and and COVID-19 is no joke. Um, But also, you know, you're probably going to be in a pretty tight playoff race either for the division or, or a wild card spot. And each and every one of these games matters. So every game that you're not putting your best foot out there is, is going to hurt. And I mean, you said it right there. It's, it's Seawald, it's Hanniger, it's Terenz. These are key contributors. I mean, Seawald's kind of been, you know, the, the, your relief ace so far this year, Hanniger provided a lot of the offense before he went down. Um, he should be getting close to, to returning. Um, the COVID rules are a little iffy, um, undefined. At least I, I couldn't find any clear answers. I believe it's a five day minimum for Hanniger. That would be on Thursday. Uh, so could be back Thursday, Friday. We'll see. Uh, he has to be asymptomatic as well. So yeah, it's, it's just a bummer. Um, and it sure doesn't feel like it's stopping. Uh, we do, we do know that it was COVID for Seawald. Um, Divish has confirmed. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's not good. And it's, it's, there's probably going to be a few more again. You, you hope that you kind of avoid, um, you know, that the, the disaster scenario, which was, was at Miami a few years ago. Um, yeah. where, you know, they're, they're calling up 19 guys. Um, you kind of hope you can avoid that. Uh, and this is where, this is where vaccination rates are really going to matter in the clubhouse. It's not something mm-hmm. we talk about. Uh, 
Um, but this is the baseball. Um, this is the impact to the baseball team uh, that, yeah. you know, is aside from whatever your thoughts are, uh, it does impact your baseball team and we're seeing it right now. So mm-hmm. um, we don't, we don't know the vaccination status of any of these guys. Uh, we can make very educated guesses, but uh, we don't, we don't know uh, for sure one way or another. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see, but obviously, you know, right now I just hoping those guys are okay. They're, they're, they're doing well. They're asymptomatic. Um, and uh, hopefully they can get back really soon because it is a pretty significant blow to the Mariners. They're not a team that has tremendous depth anyways. Yeah. So we've seen Penn Murphy get called up. We've seen Mike Ford get called up. We've seen Donovan Walton get called up. Uh, and we're also seeing some coaches get called up as well. Zach Vinci, who played a whopping one game with the Seattle Mariners in 2018, is going to be first base for the M's tonight. Dan Wilson's going to be in the dugout as well uh, after he was on the radio broadcast yesterday. So he's been doing a lot. And it seems like uh, Dave Sims also has COVID. That's why he wasn't in the booth last night. So this is hitting pretty much every aspect of the Mariners organization, not just the ball club itself. Um, Rick Riz also wasn't doing the radio broadcast last night. Not sure what's up with that. Um, Obviously, don't want to speculate, but hopefully everyone is doing okay. Best wishes to everyone um, in the Mariners organization that has contracted uh, COVID and hoping for a speedy recovery there uh, from everyone. But yeah, this greatly impacts the Mariners in a plethora of ways. Um, And it's, uh, you know, it's pretty awful timing in general. Not like the timing could be good in any sense, but yeah, you know, you're starting the season off right now and, you know, you're only, what, 11 games into the year and this hits you all of a sudden. Uh, it's not great. It's not great to uh, to, to start the year with, with something like this. And hopefully, hopefully the damage is limited. Hopefully we don't see too many more positives come out of here, but it doesn't seem like we're out of the woods just yet. Uh, it seems like uh, maybe we're only kind of starting to see the the effects of this. So hopefully, you know, they're, they're practicing... Uh, you know, social distancing and maybe masking up in the clubhouse and, and all that stuff to, to limit the spread. Um, and, and hopefully it doesn't, you know, infect too many other Mariners in that clubhouse right now. But uh, yeah, not an ideal situation. Uh, cool opportunity, though, for Christopher Negron, who obviously ran the uh, the Rainiers last year and uh, made his way to the Mariners um, organization or the, the Mariners Major League uh, staff uh, this year. Uh, obviously, he was with the Mariners in 2018, just like Zach Vincis. Uh, I, I There was a tweet uh, out there that I read. Who who was that from? Uh, so we can give him proper credit. Uh, that said, uh, the uh, <laughs> you go back in 2018 and tell uh, tell Mariners fans that Zach Vinci and Christopher Negron are going to be on your coaching staff in uh, less than four years. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Brent Stecker. Brent Stecker, shout out to Brent Stecker of 710 Seattle Sports. Um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a wild time that we're in right now, but this is you know this is the way that the Mariners are going to have to to maneuver this thing and navigate this thing, and hopefully they uh, they come out out of this uh, not in too bad of shape. Um, but it's certainly uh, certainly not a great. Let's talk about Penn Murphy real quick though. What are the uh, what are the Mariners uh, getting in Penn Murphy? Yeah, um, it's it's pretty interesting. the The latest round of comps have dropped have dropped on Pin Murphy over the last year or so, and they all kind of point to to Paul Seawald. Um, mm. He is a guy who is 
Uh, not going to blow the fastball by you. It's 92-93 uh, with a pretty good uh, wipeout slider. It's it's thrown at kind of a funky arm angle. Um, you know, it's like – I said it, do, it doesn't look like it would be super overpowering, but you look at what he's done uh, so far this year in Tacoma. Uh, eight innings pitched, ten strikeouts, just one hit allowed. Um, it's, it, it's a really cool story, man. I mean, Penn Murphy was a 33rd-round draft pick. Uh, and he's 27 years old. He's an older prospect. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, barely a prospect at that age. But uh, like right. I said, it's a really cool story. Just 30, 33rd round pick back in 2018. Uh-huh. Uh, worked his way through the minors. Uh, actually, uh, he actually uh, pitched for Vanderbilt, which is really, really cool um, yeah. for a hot second there. Uh, and like I said, it's just it's mostly fastball slider. He does have some starting experience, including last year, so he can go multiple if you need him to. But he's really a guy you just want to go one. He's a seventh inning guy in, in low to medium leverage situations. Uh, it's ninety three mile per hour fastball with a with a pretty good slider, um, and if he can throw strikes with it, then he'll be a final reliever. But uh, it's the the comp here is is actually ironically Paul Seawald, which might be why the Mariners went. This direction, yeah, you know it's hard to find silver silver linings in a situation like this. But if there is one, Penn Murphy certainly gives you a, a, a good one there. Um, it's a cool mm-hmm. story at, at the very least. It'll be uh, fun to see him finally make his major league debut. It's been a long road to this uh, to this point for Penn Murphy. And uh, hey, who knows? You know, when uh, Paul Seawald got called up alongside Jerry Kelnick and Logan Gilbert, we didn't think anything of it. And <laughs> you know, Paul Seawald's been more or less elite out of the bullpen the last year. So, Hey, maybe they, uh, maybe they have some Penn Murphy uh, and maybe, you know, these uh, unfortunate circumstances have kind of pushed them to the point to find that and find that out. Uh, so we're going to talk about the Mariners win last night, which now kind of considering everything that's happened today, it kind of feels like an eternity ago, uh, but we're going to be discussing that going to be discussing Robbie Ray. Start going to be discussing the, uh, the bats just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by a new sponsor of ours, Blue Nile. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring, classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pennants, and so much more. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com, and Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, plus... Every order is insured, free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. That's pretty convenient, like me, and live a thousand plus miles away from mom. So shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenile.com today. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, including myself, taking fans through the season like no other network. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like us. So the Mariners won a ball game last night. They are back over 500, 6-5. They win 6-2 to open up the series with the Rangers. 
trio of home runs, that's all the offense for the Mariners. A little bit of a lull for the offense in between some of those home runs. But Eugenio Suarez getting things going. Good vibes only, of course. Three-run shot in the first inning. Jared Kelnick gets on the board with his second home run of the year. Another one off the foul pole, just like his first in Chicago. And then Abraham Toro. We got an Slam last night. Two-run shot to deep right center field to cap off the scoring efforts for the Mariners. Then Robbie Ray, six solid innings, just four strikeouts, but we saw some positives out of him. The fastball was more 93-94. We talked about this yesterday that we'd like to see the velocity get back up there on the fastball. It was there. It was more 93 than 94, but still an uptick for sure. And he was actually using the slider efficiently as well. What did you see out of Ray last night? Um, pretty good. Uh, not great. We still haven't seen like the high strikeout total from Robbie Ray. Um, again, fastball velocity was nice. We did see a couple of nice uh, back foot sliders uh, on back-to-back hitters. And I believe the second inning uh, might've been the third. Um, so yeah, overall it was okay. A little bit of luck there too. There were some hard hit balls, particularly in the sixth that, uh, you know, happened to go right to guys. So uh, the Mariners benefited from a little bit of uh bat bit luck. Um, it's nice when those things go your way. Uh, yeah. But yeah, overall, you know, he was fine, I would say. Uh, still not the dominant Robbie Ray that we we want to see. Uh, 11 whiffs on 85 pitches. Um, you know, not great. 11 whiffs on 46 swings. That, that's not terribly good. But like I said, the velocity, at least he touched 94. The average velocity was up about a half a tick. Um, a full tick from where he was in his last start, too. He was about 92.7. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it was better, uh, certainly. Uh, but yeah, it's still not, still not quite there for Robbie Ray uh, overall. But uh, you know, six innings, two runs against a you know pretty powerful lineup. That's that's not too bad. It's it's you know kind of weird that Eli White was the one who got him. Uh, yeah. Not so weird that Marcus Simeon was also the one who got him. Uh, but yeah, he was for the most part pretty good. I mean, only one walk, uh, which is something you really want really like to see now it's just a matter of just being a little sharper a little crisper mm-hmm. um but you know in, in terms of the strikeouts texas was being very aggressive um chicago is very aggressive yeah. uh so i mean he's facing teams that don't like to take pitches and honestly if you're facing robbie ray you probably don't want to get in a two strike count anyway so you're going to be a little bit more right. aggressive right. um but the nice thing is ray's gone at least six in in all three starts um uh, and, you know, he's giving you a shot to win all three of them, and, and the Mariners have won two of them. So, uh, overall, again, still not great, Robbie Ray. The batted ball data is not fantastic on him, but we haven't, we just haven't seen quite as crisp as we need to, but we are certainly seeing some signs. Um, and he'll get another shot on Sunday against Kansas City, I believe. So, yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes for him. But uh, overall, positive, but still some work to do. Yeah, very excited to see Robbie in the uh, Sunday creams, for sure, against the Royals. Uh, got to see Mas- Matt Brash in those last week. Those, those are my favorite uniforms, for those that do not know, uh, of the current Mariners slate. Uh, sure. I, I, I love those things. Um, so let's talk about this offense then. Uh, like I said, you know they, they did all their damage via the long ball. Eugenio Suarez with his third home run of the year. There's been a lot of talk about him on Twitter today. We're not really going to get deep into that, but Suarez has been pretty much what we said he he was going to be. He's been uh, he's been you know 
it, at very least equivalent to 2021 Kyle Seager. Right? He's going to give you power. He's going to strike out quite a bit. It's not going to hit for a high average, but it's going to give you power. He's been better than I expected defensively thus far, and mm-hmm. we'll see if that continues, but he's been actually pretty dang good over there. Um, and he's he's walking a little bit too. You know, obviously it's still very early, yep. but uh, you know, just a little bit under a ten percent walk rate right now. So uh, it's been good stuff from from Suarez, who's at a one thirty one WRC plus right now. What have you seen out of Eugenio? Lots and lots of power, uh, particularly to dead center field to yeah. right center field, which I love from a right handed bat. Uh, uh-huh. It's one of my favorite things. Um, is opposite field uh, power from righties um, and lefties, but I don't know. There's something different about it coming from a right-handed bat. You go look at his, his hit spray chart for this year. I mean, there's only like five hits on it, but four of them are to right center field to right field. And one of them is to dead center. Um, and yeah, you know, the walks cool, but it's not like uh, Suarez never walked. He's right getting, right now putting up the same pace he did last year, 9.8%. Uh, K percentage is basically what it was last year, 29.8 in 2021, 29.3 right now. Um, so yeah, he's, he's been, and like you said, the defense has been, uh, at least as good as Seager last year. I mean, he's made a couple flashy plays just like Seager did last year. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I, I think what we're seeing here is Suarez is at worst a duplicate of Kyle Seager, um, Mm -hmm. in terms of just overall production, uh, from last year at worst. And there's certainly more upside here because, you know, unlike Seager, Suarez can go the other way with some authority. Uh, uh-huh. And he certainly has a personality that uh, is making him a, a quick fan favorite um, uh-huh. with Mariners fans. So overall, pretty promising. Again, you'd, you'd like to see a little bit more consistent contact uh, because when he does make contact, he's 97th percentile in barrel percentage. So he's sitting the ball hard. Yeah. Um, he's actually not swinging and missing all that much about league average 54th percentile whiff rate uh-huh. so it's right now it's it's in 68th percentile in chase rate so um most of his strikeouts appear to become uh appear to come looking so we'll see we'll see how, how it all evens out for him but yeah so far he's basically the guy he was last year um except for he's not being asked to play shortstop which he cannot play so uh yeah. he's been more valuable overall yeah, that home run yesterday was actually really impressive too, because that's a pitch that was on the outside or it was mm-hmm. on the, the outside of the plate. Yeah, um, that's uh, <laughs> you know for him to get the barrel around that, uh, like the way that he did, and then to drive that to deep center field in T-Mobile Park, that's not a lot of guys can do that, quite frankly. So that no, is I mean, uh, that is stupid power. Right there. Right. And they're kind of, they're using like deadened baseballs this year, too. Uh, they're not as, the baseballs aren't as springy as they were last year. So uh, there's very few cheap home runs, let's say. Um, and yeah, Justin Winker a, knows a lot about that. And he got yeah. robbed of another one last night, of course. Uh, right. Hit it so, to, uh, to opposite field to the warning track again. And it just died again. Poor Jesse. Yeah. Hopefully the summer months are better for jesse but uh yeah i mean you look at suarez got off to a rough start in his first two games he was oh for eight uh, four mm-hmm. strikeouts so yeah i know it's a small sample size right now but let's make it even smaller uh from his third game on april 11th to now 241 333 655 
Um, that'll play, as the kids say. So uh, Suarez has been pretty good for the last week, and I think you know this is pretty much who he is. He's going to hit some home runs. He's going to strike out. He's going to play at least yep. solid average defense um, at third base, and he's going to be a fan favorite, um, yeah. especially with the uh, good vibes only that he's uh, he's thrown out there. Of course. And, you know, once he, you know, as the, as the season progresses and once he gets more into the five, six, seven range of the lineup, because I think that's eventually where he's going to land, that's going to be great value to have at Mm -hmm. that spot in your lineup uh, with the, with the kind of power that he brings. Um, Yeah. That's going to be really nice to have. That's going to be a nice asset. I I think, uh, I think they got their third baseman, at least for this year. So that's, uh, that's good. As long as he can keep this up, I, I think they're uh, they're pretty uh, well off at that spot moving forward. So uh, we're going to talk about tonight's matchup. We got Logan Gilbert versus Dane Dunning on the bumps for uh, for these teams, and uh, we're going to be previewing that in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder: this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your stats and sports info find all the latest sports developments league reviews and news including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the major league baseball season bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs esports and more so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online where the game starts so like i said we got logan gilbert versus dane dunning uh, Gilbert's been pretty good to start off the year. What are you hoping to see out of him going up against this aggressive lineup? Yeah, um, the the Rangers are kind of a, a pure platoon team right now, so we're we're going to see Brad Miller tonight. We're going to see uh, Willie Calhoun tonight. Um, so and there's going to be quite, of course, and Cole is, he's going to yes. strike. Yeah, so uh, the changeup feels like a pitch that's going to be pretty important for Logan. Um, you know, a couple righty right-handed heavy lineups his first two times out. Uh, this one's going to be much more balanced, so the changeup is going to be a little more important. Um, we've we've seen Gilbert throw a few changeups. Some have been really good. Some have been non-competitive, let's say. Uh, so I feel like that's going to be kind of the go-to pitch. Obviously, everything comes off of the fastball, so he's got to locate that fastball at the top of the zone. Uh, but yeah, when you're talking about Seager and Cal, both Calhouns and Brad Miller and probably Jonah Heim, uh, like the changeup's yeah. going to be pretty important. Um, for Logan Gilbert tonight, unless he can just bury that that slider at the lefty's back foot. Um, but yeah, I, I think tonight's the good night for the changeup, and uh, we'll see if he can land it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, things you can count on from Logan Gilbert, he's probably going to throw strikes, and he's probably going to throw a lot of fastballs up in the zone. So yep. uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what kind of off-speed stuff he has. But uh, yeah, I feel like if Gilbert's going to go deep in this game, it's going to be because of the changeup, not the slider tonight. Yeah, really interested to see how he goes after guys like Corey Seager, right? Like how mm-hmm. aggressive is, is he going to be and how early and how often is he going to use the uh, the changeup, if at all. Um, it's going to be uh, you know, really interesting to see how he kind of maneuvers through this entire season, really, start to start and uh, see if he maybe tries some different things here with more of his off-speed stuff. Because uh, I feel like if he can really tap into a second – a secondary or a tertiary offering that that is consistent um sky's the limit for this guy really because i mean we've seen what he can do with just the fastball working so we'll see how he goes after this lineup uh with you know Simeon and seager at the top and then uh, some, some pretty good editors throughout nathaniel lowe jonah heim uh they've been uh, they've been pretty good to start the year off 
Let's get uh, your pick to click, your take to rake, whatever you want to call it, against uh, Dane Dunning, who uh, is not off to a great start for the Rangers, like most of their pitchers. Who are you feeling tonight? You picked Jesse Winker last night. He uh, got a couple walks. Um, that didn't really break out of the uh, the, uh, the slump just yet, but he uh, he is certainly leading the American League in walks right now with 12. Yes. I'm doubling down. Give me Jesse Winker again. Good, um, good, good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I assume you're taking Kelnick again. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the thing with Donning is that it's mostly fastball sli- – or, sorry, sinker slider. Um, yeah. There, He does mix in the changeup a fair amount about 18% of the time, so it is a pitch mm-hmm. that you have to be wary of. But it's not something that you should really worry about. You're pretty much looking for the sinker or the slider. Um, both of those pitches have been hit – pretty hard um this year the the sinker at least is or sorry the slider at least opponents are just slugging 333 against it but there's an x slugging of 534 Mm. dunning just has he's got pretty good stuff but it's not overpowering stuff um he's also had some uh some issues controlling uh you know commanding his pitches and he's 46 percentile in walk percentage uh jesse Mm. winker is going to walk at least once um but i mean that's not that bold uh, I don't know if he's going to get a home run tonight, but I think he's going to, I think he's, I think one of those balls he gets to the warning track is going to land. Uh, I, I think he's going to have a nice double and a couple of walks um, and, uh, you know, be on base a few times and maybe just maybe, you know, the baseball gods will actually smile on him for once. And, uh, and one of those deep fly balls he hits will actually leave the yard. Man, that would be, uh, that would be nice. Cause he is so close. He is just so, so mm-hmm. close. I feel you got to feel for the guy right now. It's just, Man, it's really frustrating. I'd be pissed off <laughs> every time that uh, I made contact if that's the results that I got just consistently. Um, yeah, so mm, do I go Kelnick here? Do I think that he go does, does he go yard again? I mean, here, pretty like, good matchup for Kelnick. Let, let me let me grab my bobblehead here. Let me uh, let oh, me do geez. like one of these and see if uh, he. Uh, let me see if that tells me something here. I mean, I was right last night. Well, he didn't get the double. Though. You were half right. The double. I was half right. I was half right. He went one for four. I, I said two for four. Um, pretty close. Pretty close. But I got the home run on the first yeah. at that. So that, that you know, that, that works out pretty well for me. By a couple inches, sure. I am actually not going to go Jerry Kelman. I am going to go with Abraham Toro tonight. Ooh, I think honest great. poll. Three for four, Jared Kelnick day coming up. Clearly, clearly. Reverse jinx. Reverse jinx. But I'm going to go with Toro. I think Mm -hmm. uh, now he's got a home run under his belt. He's starting to hit the ball a little bit better. He's starting to not miss as much. Uh, I think uh, this is a good matchup for him against a sinker slider guy. It's someone that's not going to overwhelm him. Um, Yeah, I think he's going to get on base at least a couple times tonight. Not sure if we get another Abraham. I think Honest Bull is going to get at least one extra base hit tonight. And uh, the Mariners are going to get another win tonight. I will predict. By the, by the way, uh, I, have, I have a stat that might surprise you here. Okay. Abraham Toro has not walked this year. Ooh. Huh. Yeah. I mean, he has been fairly aggressive Struggling. early on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's his whiff percentage is in the 92nd percentile. Mm. His chase percentage, though, is also in the first percentile. So he mm. is swinging at a lot of pitches in the zone and outside of the zone. 
which is unusual for Toro. It's mm -hmm. it's not really his profile. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's weird too it's after the spring that he had. Yeah, no, he was he was great. Um, you know, it's not that he's always been like super like he's not Joey Votto up there, right? Right. Um, like he'll chase some, but yeah, it just this year is kind of weird. Um, just feels like he's chasing just or just he's just being a little bit too aggressive. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll see. I, I think that'll even out. But uh, yeah, Toro's going to get to play a little bit more here now um, with uh, until Hanniger's back at least. Uh, you know, starting to, to stack together some starts and, and it, he seems to be starting to figure things out. Yeah. I kind of got things going with the double off of uh Kendall Graveman. Um, in a sense, you know, since then he had a double and, and a home run. So, uh, yeah, Toro, Toro would be a lot. If Toro was good, that would help the Mariners a lot. Um, especially because, right now. Yeah. Well, especially right now, but I mean, just in general, having a, a guy who could play second and third, uh, technically mm -hmm. first. Yeah. Uh, and, but he looks pretty good at second base. I mean, he's never going to be a gold glover, right? No, you no, get no. That. But he definitely looks better now than he did last year at any point. And he's looked pretty good at third as well. So Toro's yeah. a, a really nice player. So if he can, you know, Toro can hit 240 with a 330 on base and a 400 slugging. It's a pretty good player to have on your bench. Um, yeah. And a guy who you can kind of ride uh, if, you know, something happens to Suarez or, or Frazier or something like that. So. Yeah, uh, it'd be nice to see uh, see Toro get it going a little bit more. Yeah, he's a good athlete, and we've seen what a good Abraham Toro can look like, and uh, that doesn't just go away. So, I, I expect that he'll uh, he'll 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 have a week or two here uh, at some point oh, yeah. in the season where he looks like the Abraham Toro that we saw when they traded for him, um, you know, pre September. Abraham Toro, of course, because uh, September was it was it was it was bad. It was bad, uh, but everything before that was fantastic. Uh, so I would I would like to see more of that, and I think we'll see that tonight with Abraham Toro, who, uh, like you said, um, seems to be figuring some stuff out here. You know, it's just a it kind of feels like he was a little bit late with his swings. He was also getting under the ball a lot, popping up the ball a lot. So um, it seems like his timing has been figured out a little bit here, uh, especially, you know, yesterday's home run top of the zone. Uh, and he was able to drive that to uh, one of the deepest parts of the ballpark. Uh, so that's, um, you know, that, that, that's hopefully we'll, we'll get him going here and uh, we'll, we'll see him kind of come out of his shell now uh, because look, this this guy, for the most part, since coming over to the Mar Mariners, has been one of their best hitters, um, and uh, you know we saw him dominate the spring as well. So it's there, it's certainly there. It's just only a matter of time before it uh, before he eventually breaks out, and I think that's coming. So uh, that's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. You can follow me at. Gonzalez is C-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11 that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode and thank you again for making us your first listen of the day just like you do here every day. Now make your second listen of the day Lockdown MLB where Paul Francis Sullivan and Please Call Him Sully brings you his unique perspective on the Major League's President Pass. It's free wherever you get your podcasts just like us. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day. We will see you tomorrow. Go M's! <laughs>